This is Trump World. Guys, if you don't have your copy of Trump World yet, you need to get it, okay? It's filled with commentary written by our brother Bill Jasper, who did an amazing job documenting the rise of the Donald Trump presidency and we the people, the silent majority in America. So make sure you get your copy, okay? It's one of a kind, collector's edition. I think it's like 15 bucks, it's a steal. And if you use my promo code, which will be at the bottom of this description, you'll be able to get 25% off. So don't forget to do that. So let's get into what I was gonna talk to you about today. Welcome to 2A for Today. My name is Zoe, and I'm your host of 2A for Today. Today, I got a special treat for you, Lacretia Hughes. She's the owner, founder, and host of Fallback Productions. She's got a huge social media following. She is a dynamic speaker. I mean, she does a, a, a daily show. A matter of fact, sometimes twice daily show. She could probably just go all day. She's got that much energy and passion and love for our country. I want to introduce you guys to Lacretia Hughes. Lacretia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Zoe. And my little apple cheekbones are probably just the beaming. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, I've been watching your numbers grow for the last several years. I remember back before I really was completely converted to conservatism, I was watching your shows. You helped me to transition into this constitutionalist firebrand that I am. I think I'm as far to the right as it gets unless you're gonna like, you know, wage war on the government. <laughs> and it's because of your this constitutional stance and your influence on my life that I learned what conservatism really looks like if you're black, you know, that might, that might sound ridiculous, but you know, that's just the way it works. You know, you don't know who, you're, who you should be like, what your identity is, and you look for people sometimes that look like you and have an understanding, and that was you. So, I and I think that kind you. of uh, makes a lot of people uh, stand offish because we are who we are. We have our life struggles, we have our messages, we have our whys, and we know what it is. And the way we present ourselves, you know, we might not get in with the upper echelon main clickage of it all people, but I would rather be with red, yellow, black, and white grassroots people from every walk of life than trying to fit in or be spit, shine, polished to make somebody pat me on the back. Just to know that I um, that you was watching me when I didn't even think you was, I appreciate it. And that's what keeps us going is because I know someone out there is being touched. I just didn't know you was one of them. So I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, you, I mean, truly, I mean, it sounds like, um, you know, like, I guess they call it shining, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm letting you know that you enabled me to be myself. Like you gave me permission to go be me, you know, because I was really trying to be something for, you know, a bunch of people. You, you got to be a certain way to be considered black. You got to be a certain way to be considered in the in crowd, whatever it is you're trying to fit in. But then I watch people being themselves fearlessly and being embraced by community. And I was like, that's the America I want to be in. This and doesn't so rub off. Our past doesn't rub off. Our story, our legacy never rubs off. We grow. So the people out there that is still stuck in the same mindset that they had 10 years ago, you have wasted 10 years of your life. So as you're growing on this journey, we call life, you either going to be stuck in that rut. You're going to continue a generational curse, or you're going to continue to grow to leave a legacy. And that is what I am trying to do is to make sure I leave a legacy. At being the age of 47 with four grown children and eight, nine grandchildren right now, I know my 
my wives and having uh, one of my sons and having a son murdered and no one said a thing. I'm tired of the no snitch rules. So it's, it's to me, I'm over the social justice stuff because you don't pick and choose when we are seeing it in every walk of life. And this division has to stop. Tell me, okay, so I don't want to dig too deep, but you just introduced our, our listeners to a significant point of your life. You said that your son, what, what happened? Well, my son, um, he was shot point blank in the back of the head at a Domino's table, and no one said a word because there's a no snitch rule. He was, um, he was getting into some trouble in Georgia, so we decided to send him to North Carolina to live his life and get out of the situations and get around, get off and around people that he was hanging with in this little small town. Well, you know, I was proud because he did get up there and change his life. He opened up for T.I. He was a rapper. Y'all can find all this is public knowledge. And um, I did not know that being part of a gang, we, yeah, we do, it's called being jumped in. Well, he decided to jump in a person that was uh, being initiated in a gang. Wrong. So he decided to stop the fight. When the, stop, the fight stopped, they waited one week later to come in to finish a fight. And when he refused to, that is when his life was ended. I do not blame an inanimate object. I blame a thug and a felon that should not been out there with that gun. If you cannot put up your dukes and fight like a real man, then you don't need to be in the streets at all. But that is something that happens not only in the black community, but it happens in the Hispanic, it happens in the white community. So having 20,000 pieces of legislation at the federal level against our second amendment, when we have the right to, to have and keep and bear arms to protect ourselves against this lawless society that was brought on by the same pieces of legislation and legislators. I need to tell people what they really are going to lose if they give up their rights. You can look at the situation that happened yesterday with a six month old being shot, free shot, driving in a backseat of his mama car. This needs to stop. Because instead of them uh, really hindering the crime, you know, you hear and defund the police, hear, defund this, you know, the, the inner cities, the big major cities is a free for all. And then they're coming out in suburbia. So one thing they're trying to do is disarm us. And I'm appreciative that the Supreme Court is taking a case up. I am appreciative of our founding fathers that the Democrats and some Republicans want to call aristocrats and racists. No. The NRA was founded for free black slaves. The Republicans was helping the free black slaves way back then. So all this division, it all leads back to them wanting to take away our civil liberties within the United States because they cannot take us over any other way. Any other way. Yeah, it seems to me that you know there are two major lies, um, two major fallacies. Number one is that um, you know folly always displays itself. You don't have to even say it; you can see it. You know that's why. We can make good memes on the right and the left can't meme at all <laughs> because the folly is that we should defund the police, but then take our guns away so we can't defend ourselves. That's retarded. You know, but that so is what the powers at B have been whispering in the streets for a very long time. If you could take it back to George Bush Sr. when he said that the UN peacekeepers is the best thing since sliced bread. You had Omar uh, parroting, coming saying that we need to defund the popos or the police, but we need to bring in the UN peacekeepers. Why are we having war games on our own soil while the southern border is poised and we having all these criminals being let loose from the, the uh, insane asylums? Something yeah. got to 
give. And instead of always trying to outlaw something that saves individual people from home invasions, from murder, from rape, from violence, then why don't you train them on the way they should go so they can protect themselves because there's not enough police to go around. And there's a lot of them that is defeated right now. We've had 5 million plus uh, in, in 2019, violent assaults, robberies, and rapes. Our communities are so insecure. And I, I mean, all of them, especially the Black community. If you want to look at a community that, what, what does a community look like when Democrat policies are full bloom, when they come to fruit? You Baltimore, can look at the Black community. Chicago, the Swats, <laughs> Brooklyn, the Bronx, Atlanta, Memphis, Houston, I could go on. New Orleans, St. Louis. I mean, the issue is that when you take away people's ability to come together and defend their community, our founders said it. This is kind of one of our mainstays on our show is that our founders recognize the only way a free, a community of free people can stay secure. They said the only thing necessary in the entire constitution, not the president, not Congress, the only thing necessary was the militia for the security of a free community. Amen? Let's do this. (laughs) The Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia. There's a comma after that. Okay, that's a comma. Take a breath. Being necessary to the security of the free state. One more comma. Breathe again. The right of the people to keep and bear arms. One more comma now shall not be infringed. There's a period behind that. We don't need but fans <laughs> or run on sentences. We need to stop it because our founding fathers gave us one of the most incredible things to protect us from the tyranny that's within. We looking at Joe Biden administration right now. How are we gonna combat that from the shortage of the food line, from um, not having groceries on the shelves, from the lawlessness at the borders to these undue bar- uh, burdens and everything. Yeah. Look at what's going on in Canada. They're yeah. taking cues from us with this caravan. There's so much going on in the world, but they worried about our guns. I don't Federal get tyranny. It's because of tyranny. The people, like the Democrat party was the people who wanted to control other people in violation of their God-given liberty, right? I want to be able to control people. I want to use government to control people. I even want to put in a three-fifths clause. So I know I want to put in a, um, I want to get all our our slaves to be able to vote so that the Republicans had to do a three-fifths clause because they were going to control them to make sure they voted the way they wanted. They would have more representation in the uh, the Congress because they wanted to control everybody and for everyone that keeps using that because they don't think that the Constitution speaks for them stay back there in the past <laughs> while we got warriors right now fighting on the front line to tell you stop with that yeah, you can right. get out there and vote and stop accepting what the Democrats call you stop well, accepting especially in the black community to them to placate and talk down to you there are doctors, lawyers, uh, uh, practitioners, everything out there. We don't need a nanny state. We know how to read and write. We know how to get there on time. We know how to use this new fang dango thing called technology. And I'm tired of the Democrats constantly trying to bring back Jim Crow law point two point five. We need to get out there and have a general conversation with the real people of America and say, hey, 
We the people told you so. What you tell us? Inflation was going to skyrocket. The stock market is going to go down. We're going to have a, almost a $30 trillion in taxes and in debt. They're going to come for your money. They're going to have a social score. They're going to mandate you. They're going to tell you what to do if they allow, allow you to leave your home. So right. that is so much why we need number two. And that's because the Second Amendment protects everything else in America. And we are a sovereign nation. They're and a sovereign us. state, and we are sovereign citizens. They're just trying to control us. Yes. I mean, that, that's the whole game plan. All the people who wanted to control people got into the same party. That's what happened. Like the people that, they okay, we'll share the power, and we'll just control everybody. <laughs> and that's what they did. And so now we got a whole group of people who think that you can actually engineer society to be the way that you want it to be. Are you talking um, about Joe Biden and, and uh, China? Because China. we are swinging to the communist and a Marxist society faster than uh, patriots can stand up and say the pledge right. if they're allowed. And the, the only way they can do that is through disarming us. Now, tell me a little bit about, because um, I, I believe we need to train everybody, like mm -hmm. the entire unorganized militia from uh, 18 to 45 should have some kind of system in place even administrated by or paid for even by the state governments to train the militia, the unorganized militia. There was no division between unorganized and organized with the founders. That's why our community is so insecure. We've dropped these nuggets, these beautiful jewels of wisdom. So tell me a little bit about your, um, your work with Girl in a Gun. Talk, talk to me about what happened in D.C. Um, the CEO and founder, Deanna Mueller, she's one of the top-notch uh, Olympic shooters in the world. It's a female organization. It's, it's nonpartisan. You have Democrats, independents, and Republicans alike. Um, she, two women from two states get to go to Washington, D.C. to lobby our legislators about advocacy for the Second Amendment and why education instead of legislation is better uh, to help women and help people with their Second Amendment. So we go up there and advocate it. So she chose me because I stand out here and I shout loud is what she told me about our second amendment and why we need it and plus my my tragedy and my story so I, I continue to allow to get my son out there so two weeks ago three weeks now they was doing a photo shoot for a girl in a gun organization and i was one of the out of 100 200 people women now it was only eight of us chose and they chose me to go up there and do a video shoot and a documentary on a girl in a gun so the dc project I really appreciate all these women from every walk of life, red, yellow, black, white, gay, and straight, for them to come together and us to get together and be able to advocate the training, the safety of guns, and to get up there and be able to tell our story and put a face to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's really important. That's the most important part of this whole mix is that we get regulated. And by regulated, that meant trained. It didn't mean controlled. It meant trained. And so my hope is that every man and woman between, and I would say even go back to 16 to 45 years old, can have the training, even tactical training. What happens when the poop hits the fan? We're at the verge of a collapse. CCP boots are probably near our southern border. They're certainly in the ocean outside of our, our, sure of our country right now. So the reality is if we don't get prepared for the coming collapse, we're going to be- I think we are a, prepared. 
There's a lot of people. You remember they just said again, the very I call Barack Hussein Obama the top gun salesman of the world. <laughs> I mean, there was more guns flying off the shelves. Yeah. Um recently, last year, if you look at the numbers from the ATF, uh, there was more guns sold in one year time. <laughs> ah, people see it the writing on the wall, the prepping is happening. People are protecting their family. They're stocking up on prescriptions and food. And you see it, we see it, we feel it. And I think uh, a lot of people are on guard right now because if it's not wars or rumors of wars, we see on what's going on at our own borders. And I always tell people, if you do oh, not second. believe what myself and Zoe have to say, you do your own research and wake your own self up. Yeah, so you're, I mean, that's the reality. Like, I, and I, my heart is, I, I, is, it could not just be that guns save us because um, they can disarm us. You know, they, the, the, a CCP can come here with a, you know, several hundred million people and not bat an eye, right? Because there's so many people in the country. So my heart is that hopefully everybody can, like, you know, all the women that are watching the program, go check out Girl in a Gun. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you're, if, if you're the guys, go check it out. See what the girls are doing. You know what I'm saying? This is a, this is a world we live in, an egalitarian world we live in. And I would encourage male and female, I mean, children even, get trained how to operate tactically. If you need, you need to know how to work in a fire team. You need to know how to work um, in a squad. You need to know about communication between your voting precincts. Because if the poop hits the fan, you don't know your neighbor. You haven't been training with your, your friends and family. I mean, you're just on your own. You won't know who to trust. I mean, I can't believe we're depending on the police to save us. I'll, I always say not, if you see parish troopers, it's a little bit too late. It's too late. I mean, the police have no obligation to protect anyone not in their custody. Nope. The Supreme Court has said that more than seven times. So we got to get prepared. And uh, uh, Lucretia, thank you for being on the show today. We're, we're out of time. I, I, I could talk with you all day because this is, I mean, it's been a treat just be, beginning to, to know you more and to be friends with you because, I mean, truly, you were part of my, uh, my growth in the conservative movement. So thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. God bless you guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is 2A for today. Again, my name is Zoe. In the coming weeks and months, we'll be talking to trainers, scholars, all forms of gun right activists and proponents about, you know, the nastiness that's coming down from D.C. and what we can do to get prepared and shore up our republic and prevent it from being taken by CCP Biden and the Fauci coalition of communists. <laughs> so anyway, God bless you guys. If you got any questions or comments, just leave them in the comments below and we'll try to get to them as fast as we can in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching Two Way for Today.